This is Nestor Carvalho. Hi, this is Dom Mancini. You're listening, you're to, listening the to the Horror Returns. Returns. Greetings, victims. For those of you who delight in dread, who fantasize about fear, who glorify gore, welcome. You have found the place where the horror returns. Listeners, beware. This podcast contains major plot spoilers and the foulest of language. Join us in celebrating the old and the new, the best and the worst in horror. fantasize about fear and glorify gore, welcome home. This is the podcast that proves the horror never ends. Each episode, we seek out and review a brand new horror movie, then go back and we find a classic work with similar themes, looking at both similarities and differences. If you're new to the show, uh, our goal here is to explore how our perceptions of fear remain the same from generation to generation but also to point out how the presentation can change based on the social and political climate of the times. Based on listener feedback, we do include spoilers for the new film. However, we will wait until the very end of the show to spoil the new feature, and we will let you guys know before we do so. If you don't wish to hear the spoilers, simply turn it off at that point, and we promise you won't miss a thing. And we guarantee you you'll know when the spoilers are about to start. we got a sounder for that. We generally assume you guys have already seen the classic film, so there will often be spoilers when discussing anything that's been out for at least a year. The other thing that uh, we may do from time to time on this show is use a few four-letter words. This is a horror podcast, and horror movies tend to be R-rated, so you can pretty much expect us to be too. I'm Lance, and with me as always are my co-hosts, Brian and Philip. How's it going, guys? What it does, cuz. What's up? So I think everybody's happy uh, so far with the uh, NFL results, right? Philip, you're super happy because you, your your boys got a bye week. Yeah, Cowboys. Uh, Cowboys got a bye week. They uh, should be at least favored to win the NFC. I'm pretty sure they're playing Green Bay next week now. Uh, and then the Texans really kicked some ass, man. Yes, Holy shit, they, they look really good. <laughs> oh, I sent some apologies to Kevin. I'm sorry about the Raiders. <laughs> yeah, well, guess, yeah, that's right, Raider Nation. Uh, hey, are they going to? Are they going to Vegas? Or you guys know how that turned out? I guess we should ask Kevin um, about that one, huh? Yeah, I'm hearing a lot of. I don't want to say rumors because uh, some of the stuff I've been reading, it really looks like they might be the Las Vegas Raiders. Oh, man. Hey, poor that team. might not be the worst thing in the world. Yeah, but, man, this this poor Oakland, uh, man, they, their team moves around every every 20 years or so to another another town. Yeah, but Vegas hasn't had a team. That'd be interesting. Yeah, you guys don't think there'd be like a conflict of interest there or something? Having a professional team there in the in the middle of where all the, you know, all the betting is and everything? Yeah, because um, a few years ago, I thought they was going to get an um, NBA team there. Right. And nothing ever happened of it. And I heard that was like some of the reasons why. So, you know, I guess we'll see. Yeah, it, we're going to find out. One little problem about the, the Texans, though, man, you you know who they're playing next week, right? Who, uh, well, they're playing the Patriots, the right? Patriots. <laughs> That's oh, oh, yeah. Man, Brian. We that got this. might get ugly. <laughs> we got this. Yeah. All right, man. Well... <laughs> All right, let's see. Let's see which Osweiler shows up. <laughs> As I was just about to say, as long as he keeps it together. Yeah. Well, let, lest, lest we become a, uh, yet another sports uh, show, I guess we should. Uh, the sports returns. <laughs> Playoffs? Playoffs? Oh, um, you know what? I didn't really watch anything this week. What? Um, yeah. I mean, I watched the movies 
for what we were about to talk about. I mean, I actually, no, I'm lying. Uh, I did get in uh, the first episode of uh, the new TV show, Emerald City. Ah, that's right. Yeah, we talked about that a little bit. Yeah. Um, I don't remember that one at all. Yeah, I'm I'm going to stick with it. It um, It's very interesting take on Wizard of Oz. It's very uh, oh. dark, adult. Um, you get a little Game of Thrones vibe in there. Interesting. And, uh, yeah, um, you know, they switched up some things uh, for the show, which I completely don't mind. And, uh, yeah, this is, uh, there's some scenes in it that I've seen so far. This is definitely not your kid's Wizard of Oz movie, so. Well, I mean, That's it's... That's kind of cool. It sort of reminds me of, uh, like, Once Upon a Time. I, I, I actually watched a few of the first few episodes out of the first season from that show and it was kind of interesting i didn't yeah i've, really I've seen it too it. i i would almost say this is a little bit a little bit grittier than that good yeah I, I, what I, that's seen. what i was hoping <laughs> yeah the, the first couple of seasons of of that once upon a time were were pretty good and then it they yeah, they just tanked it i i tapped out yeah. this season in fact i kind of tapped out like halfway through last season and then we had uh had them on dvr so i went ahead and watched them anyway kind of gritted my teeth through it but yeah hope hopefully i'm hopeful this is a lot better brian from what you're saying it it sounds kind of promising man yeah it's it's got a lot of um young up-and-coming actors um the only, the most recognizable one is uh vincent uh d'onofrio oh, really? oh, love he, yeah he plays the wizard of oz <laughs> okay and, Pay uh, no attention like, to that crazy man behind the curtain. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, it's it's um, where the story is happening. It, it's not like it starts off how the movie starts, you know, with the whole twister and everything. But okay. when she when she gets there, it it doesn't exactly follow the movie. It's kind of in its own story right now, which I which I like. Is it like hmm. an evil lollipop kill? Um, we haven't seen them. <laughs> she does run into like some tribal men. Who what? Kinda, oh yeah, they, they, yeah. Are they they kind of look. No, they're regular size, <laughs> but they kind of. Oh man, that sucks. <laughs> they kind of. Uh, they kind of remind you of uh, warriors from Braveheart. <laughs> okay. <laughs> See, I'm still in my head picturing tiny warriors from Braveheart, uh, and it is awesome. No. <laughs> And uh, so far, you get um, you get introduced to the witches, and um, there's some like there's some images in here that I, I definitely wouldn't have my daughter watch. Uh, there, I guess there's a prison. Oh wow! I, I kind of don't want to spoil it. Spoiler <laughs> warning! Spoiler warning! Um, but it's pretty good, huh? Yeah, there there's some. It's cool enough. It's cool enough for me to um, ch- check it out. You know, I haven't I haven't dropped off it yet, so hmm. have to check it out. So the, uh, the you said they introduced the witches. Any anybody we would recognize playing the parts? Uh, one of them I kind of recognize. Uh, I'm for some reason she's familiar. Um, the witch that uh, gets killed immediately in the movie, right? The one that the house falls on her. Yeah, she. Um, which they completely changed that whole thing. Oh, which wow. I was fine. Which I was fine with. Okay. Um, she looks familiar, like I've seen her in a, another movie before. And then the one that plays, oh my gosh, it's been a while since I've seen, was it Glinda? Yeah, Is Glinda, that the good witch? The good, yeah, the good uh, witch, Glinda. The yeah, good the, witch. Actress, yeah. the actress that plays her looks familiar too. Okay. But as far yeah, as I'm everybody else, uh, everybody else I haven't really recognized yet. Hmm. All right. Well, I mean, we'll see. I mean, the only concern I've got about it is the fact that it's uh, isn't on a uh, network. T- Wait a minute. You said you recognize Glenda. Yeah. All right. Event Horizon. Okay. Is that her? <laughs> that's her. <laughs> they kind of make her look older, unless that's Did what Mama she Bear. Yeah, that's uh, uh, what's her name's? Isn't that Vanessa Redgrave's daughter? Jolie Richardson is the actress's name. Uh, I believe she's Vanessa Redgrave's daughter, and she has a a sister who is also an actress. Okay. And uh, she was in The Handmaid's Tale many years back. I can't think of her name, but uh, that's her, man. Okay. I knew I recognized her. See, I got a... 
I don't know how you watch so many shows at once, man. I get stuck on one, and then and right. that's done. Like right now, my, it, my cool week is uh, Westworld, because I am right in the middle of binge-watching that thing, and I nice. can't wait till we get off this GD podcast so I can go back to watching it again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a good show. Brian, have you seen that one? It's Yeah, I think I'm... Three, three or four episodes from finishing. Um, yeah, that's about where I'm at right now. All right, so I I'm started watching it yesterday. I'm the only one of the three that's finished it then. I guess so, yeah. All right. It's, yeah, uh, some, some twists and turns ahead for sure. Oh, yeah? A lot of them in the last few episodes, huh? Yeah, a lot happens in the final episode. I mean, oh, I, I mean a lot happens in the I'm final excited. episode. Like, what the fuck? Like. Nothing was ever going to be the same after the stuff that happens in that one, man. Which is what you Anthony want Hopkins. Oh, Anthony oh, Hopkins great. is amazing in this. Almost everybody in it is pretty amazing. Right. And uh, I'm really digging the whole, like, Wild West, totally engrossed, and then the robots turning on people, futuristic thing that's going on. It's, it's, it's a really cool sci-fi show, you know? Yeah, it's a yet another big hit for HBO. What a surprise. Yeah, no kidding. They've got this thing down, man. They come out with hit after hit after hit. Yeah, they know how to do it, man. They definitely know how to do yeah. it. Them and Netflix. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's pretty much the two main channels I watch right now, to tell you the truth, mm-hmm. you know, TV-wise. And I'm like you, man. I'm in that kind of a binge-watch state, too, where I kind of don't want to start something new until I finish what I'm watching. Yeah. Um yeah, that's uh, my my cool of the week's kind of tough actually because uh I, I I had it in mind and then I thought of a show I'm bi- I'm bin- binge watching right now that's on Netflix called The OA. You guys heard of this was, one? I was just uh, about to ask if anybody's uh, started this yet. Uh man, I, I have it. I keep seeing it. I have no idea what it's even about. I've watched the first two episodes. I'm I'm loving it. Yeah, really? I got the just I got the just of the the first episode and it really intrigued me so i think that's something i'll probably start this week yeah to to me it's very it's very stephen kingish um and and what i mean by that is he always gets these groups of people together that have different strengths that they all rely on each other as a as a unit and that that vibes like front and center in the storyline i'm not spoiling anything because this all happens in the first episode actually before the credits even um but I've also got that thing where a lot of the time Stephen King, if you read a lot of his books, he'll he'll foreshadow, but but very vaguely. Um, like he'll make a statement like, you know, I thought this was somebody I could trust, and then I found out I couldn't. And that's like all he'll say. And then you've always mm-hmm. got this thing in the back of your mind, oh, something fucked up's going to happen. And you're just kind of waiting for the shoe to drop. Um, yeah, it's really good. That, that is my cool of the week. I was going to mention that I rewatched The Conjuring, which was awesome. But uh, yeah, that's it, man. The original, the, the OA. Yeah, went back and rewatched the original Conjuring. And it's not uh, as good as the Conjuring too, though, right? No, no. It's in my opinion, it's not. A lot of people like it better. I know okay. uh, Kevin was talking about it on his show a couple of weeks ago, and he said that he he liked the first one better. What, what, oh wow! What, I gotta go back and watch you, it again. Which one did you prefer, Brian? Um, uh, I probably might lean more toward the second one. I thought it just. It, I thought I'd, the second had more action. I thought the characters gelled a little better. Yeah, I'd and, sit on top of the second one and post up shot there, man. That that was an amazing movie. Yeah, I really liked the demon nun and uh, what was the guy's name? The the slender man looking thing oh, they had that's in the right. movie. Yeah, the oh yeah, 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 yeah. The crooked man. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, you guys have me wanting to go see it again right now. All right, so that's the cool of the week. You guys ready to to get down to you know where we're headed next, right? We going to that trailer park again? Cause I'm tired of that place. Brian, what do you think, man? You're close to Canada, where the trailer park boys live. What do you yeah, ready for the trailer park? Let's take. I forgot about those guys. Yeah, let's let's take a trip down to the trailer park. All right. Well, we're going to take a look at the big, the small, and sometimes the very, very weird. And uh, Brian, you're gonna. You're going to uh, probably not fail to satisfy us on that front this week, huh? 
Yeah, I think we're just going to go right off top with the weird, and we're going to talk about We Are the Flesh, <laughs> starring are the flesh? Noe Hernandez, Maria Ivoli, Diego Galam- Galilei, oh, really fucking everybody's name up, uh, directed, <laughs> Nobody by, ever heard of. <laughs> directed by Emilio Roca Minter. Subtitled. Yes. Um, yeah. I've heard, I've been hearing of this movie. I guess it's been playing in a lot of uh, film festivals. Right. Okay. Um, it It's a little intriguing because I don't know if it's, what is going on. I really do. Yeah. I, I, really hard looks, to read preview. Yeah. Um, I don't know if this is like a, a paranormal type movie or a demonic type movie. It's a little... I know they they're trying to they're trying to kill some yeah they're trying to kill somebody they're talking about they want the blood the blood is important right I don't know so. it caught me it hooked me it just from the trailer mm-hmm. I was like okay I'm definitely at some point watching this movie I, like I'm not gonna go pay money in the theater to see it but I'm definitely watching it if it comes out on Netflix or something yeah I, I will say the the lead I, I'm gonna say the main baddie of the of the movie he looks pretty creepy right yeah he looks real he, looks re, he has creepy. like a real sinister look about him child molester look yeah <laughs> oh shit <laughs> and how it just it just finishes with the the boy looking at the girl saying i think we should get out of here oh boy. <laughs> wow i'm sorry <laughs> how'd they figure that one out yeah so um from uh from what i could find out online this is i think this is the first trailer that's came out um, right. But we're actually getting the, the movie's dropping pretty soon, uh, January twentieth. Hmm. So I'm I'm sure it'll end up on VOD or something. Yeah, I'll, I'll pay money for that one, man. I I, I want to watch it. <laughs> okay, our second trailer, "Don't Knock Twice," starring Katie Sackoff, Lucy Boyton, and Javier Boylet, directed by, and this is his actual first name, Caradog. WJ. Caradog. And it's spelt like it sounds. Hmm. Obviously not good at coming up with names either because the name of this movie sucked. (laughs) Yeah, this looks like a generic haunting movie. Yeah. I've I've been hearing about it for for a while. Um, I think it was filmed, filmed over in the UK. I might be mistaken. But uh, the past like two three months, I've been hearing about this movie, so I don't know if that's a good thing that I've been reading a lot about it or or what. But um, I do right. like Katie Sackhoff in some of her movies. Yeah, Starbucks. It looks. Yeah. It looks interesting. I, it's just I, the premise and the name of the movie sounds super cheesy. What is it? Yeah. A, a witch? A basic witch movie, Brian? I'm, I'm not sure. Um, hmm. It looked like it might be. Um, I didn't actually read the synopsis, um, but it's one of those where they're like laying out the rules during the trailer. So like mm-hmm. if, yeah, if, rules that they won't follow. So, yeah, creepy old lady. She's you know witch, ghost, something. They don't really explain. And and you know if you knock once, it awakens her, and if you knock twice, it summons her. Sounds like and, yeah. you know it takes some. Yeah, it takes them the whole preview to get through that section of it because it's intertwined throughout little scary scenes. Yeah, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm it ho- super like I've seen it before somewhere, you know. Yeah, I'm just hoping a a, a lot of uh, coverage I've been reading about it is signs that it's a promising movie. It might be. They might and do a the, good job the, of it. The last uh, that genre movie that I can remember watching uh, Katie Sackhoff in uh, the last horror movie. I mean. Um, was uh, Oculus, and uh, I really like right. that movie. Me too. I liked it a lot. So, um, fingers crossed on that one. Uh, yeah, that one's actually. Good. Yeah, that one's actually coming out January twelfth. So we're getting that one real soon. Okay. Don't have and I would, to wait. And I would also assume uh, that one's going to be VOD release too. All right. And our final trailer, which is just a little teaser, yeah, seriously. but it it got me excited. I'm not gonna lie. 
The Cult of Chucky, starring Fiona Duroff, Jennifer Tilly, Alex Vincent, wow. and the great Brad Duroff. Directed <laughs> by Don Mancini. Oh man, you hit the nail right on the head with that with that last name there. Yep. Um, original creator. Uh it was uh the trailer's just a bunch of highlights of past movies. Right. But I went ahead and uh, looked up what the rumored synopsis is. Um, you guys have seen, seen the last one, right? Uh, Curse of Chucky? Of course. Mm-hmm. The, I don't know if I saw makes, that one. I think Bride Chucky might be the last one I saw. Uh, maybe I shouldn't run through the synopsis. <laughs> no, it, no, it kinda, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Go okay, ahead. Um, I'll, I'll, okay, I'll just sum it up real quick. Um, basically, it picks up. I'm pretty up. sure... I'm, I'm not worried about a spoiler alert for Chucky. <laughs> Basically, it picks up four years uh, after uh, Fiona Duroff's character um, was uh, basically how the last movie left. Um, it was made to seem that she murdered everybody, and she ended up going to an insane asylum. And she, while she's in there, she's led to really believe that she's committed these murders. And I guess one of the patients' group sessions... Um, has a therapeutic tool toy that they use, and it happens to be a good guy dog. <laughs> awesome. And uh, just uh, reading through the synopsis real quick, um, there is somebody that's coming to help her that has been searching for Chucky, and it's Andy Barkley from the original. Oh, wow. Awesome. Yeah, he's in and, a little uh, cameo at the end of the, the last yeah. movie. And from what, I, what I'm looking at, um, they, he is the original actor. From the the kid from the movies, hmm. is it Alex Vincent? Is that his name? Yes. And uh, let's see. Um, blah, 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 blah. Uh, and Jennifer Tilly uh, makes an appearance in this movie. I guess she gets involved too. So right. Yeah. So we're kind of for this one. It looks like we're kind of pulling characters from different uh, movies in the series and bringing them together. Right. Which I'm all for. Hell yeah, um, man! Even love, the the, the, the worst, yeah, even the worst one is entertaining. Yeah, they're definitely the entertaining. In my opinion, uh, Cedar Chucky's the worst one. Oh yeah, let's 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 forget about that one. Why? Why? Would, oh, I did see would, that. Why would Chucky <laughs> and Tiffany's son have a British accent? Can anybody answer I don't that? No, that was so weird. And and, and he That's didn't know if it was a boy or a girl. <laughs> Yeah, didn't oh yeah jesus christ brian why'd you have to remind me of that you know what that's almost it's... as off-putting that's almost as off-putting as hearing uh in that in that uh don't knock twice trailer hearing starbuck with a british accent oh my gosh <laughs> we didn't even bring that up yes i i don't i mean there's some actors that we're getting off subject a little bit but there's some actors and actresses they can pull it off but um Perfect example, uh, you, uh, Kevin Costner, right? Uh, Robin Hood. Halfway through the movie, he just stops <laughs> with the English accent. <laughs> and I'm, I, I don't know if I don't know. Maybe they people should test to right. see if they could do an accent. If not, then don't go with an accent. <laughs> Perfect. Man. Now I'm done doing this. That's funny. I'm gonna oh, go back and watch it now because <laughs> I never noticed. It's a good movie. I enjoy that movie. It's right. just uh there's 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 part of the movie where it just seems like he says, Fuck it, I can't do this. <laughs> well, you guys ready to move on to some uh some headlines? Yes, sir. Okay, um our first one, uh a few weeks back we, we talked about how uh, Fox was possibly re basically redoing the entire X Men franchise and they had a move a new mutants movie coming out. Yes. Yeah. It kind of seems like they may be backtracking on the whole redoing anything because James McAvoy's Professor X has um, possibly been confirmed to be in the New mm-hmm. Mutants. So. Okay. That that, uh, that makes he's kind of awesome. Yeah. 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 I don't think they're more. necessarily rebooting everything because another rumor is Alexandra Ship, who played uh, Storm in X Men Apocalypse. Um, mm-hmm. She's said okay. to be joining the cast of this movie, along with. I like uh, her too. These are all rumors. Uh, Anna Anna Taylor Joy. She was uh, the girl from uh, The Witch. Huh. And okay. Uh, Maisie Williams from Game, Game of Thrones. <laughs> wow. 
Well, yeah, maybe they they'll are. just go to that different era of X Men that they visited in X Men Apocalypse. Yeah, the, my main problem with the X Men movies is they don't follow a cohesive storyline. They kind yeah, of yeah, they don't at all. They keep you know, jumping between times. Yeah, and hope we don't notice. Yeah, and um, and uh, what is his name? The the director. I can't even think of his name. Oh, you're talking about done... the uh, the the one who's done most of the X Men movies? Yeah. Is it uh, Brian Singer? Yes he he doesn't do action good. Right. Mm. I wish they would have stepped uh, step with uh, uh, stuck with um what is his name Matthew Vaughn ah, who did uh okay. who did the X Men First Class because I really enjoyed that yeah, one. That was oh uh, yeah that one was that was probably the best one. I would agree. But, Hopefully, you know. I want an X Men too. Yeah, as uh, from what I understand, Josh Boone is uh, directing New Mutants, and the only thing I recognize he's done is uh, The Fault of Our Stars, which okay. I've never I've seen bits and pieces of it. Probably not your probably not your kind of movie, Brian. Probably not. Um, but it looks like uh, they are semi rebooting the series. So, hmm. but I don't know. Yeah, I hope they do hearing, right, man. Yeah, I'm I'm hearing rumors that Hugh Jackman might come back for another. No, no. <laughs> Money, because there was yeah there there's been major talks about a, a Deadpool Wolverine movie. Ah, uh, that would be awesome, <laughs> man. Okay, see that's the movie I want to be in right there. Right, should happen. I mean, there's no reason it shouldn't happen. You know. Yeah, and then, I hope from it what does. I, that would from be what so I read, amazing. Yeah, from what I read, they're saying uh, it's a possible. This is all speculation that uh, Hugh Jackman is starting to kind of backtrack on his whole retiring the character. Wow, which man. I don't even think they're even close to even finding a replacement. Right. Yeah. So it's Wolverine's a tough one to replace. I, Hugh Jackman was. I, I was a little worried about him when he got the role. I think most yeah. people were, but he really owns that role, doesn't he? Yeah. Oh yeah, man, he kills it. I, after after he does Logan, I I just want to see him in two movies. I would love to see him in a Deadpool Wolverine team up movie. Right. Oh, and I'd it, love that. And just one time, I don't care if it's a cameo, if he pops up in an Avengers movie. That yeah. would be pretty cool. So. Okay, let's see. Moving on from that, we got more Predator casting news. Key from Key and Peel has been casted in the Predator movie. <laughs> okay. What? And, Wait, weren't uh, there? There was another like comedy guys that were in that too, right? In you, uh, the you Predator, may ta- you may be talking about the uh, Alien movie or something. Oh, yeah. that was Alien, the Alien Danny movie. McBride. <laughs> I guess but, you got to have uh, comic relief. But right. Key but, and Peele, uh, another- down himself. Yeah, other reports that I'm hearing is it's going to be similar to Danny McBride, how it's not a comedic performance. Okay, well, hey, he's in that yeah. new horror-looking Stepford Wives thing. Uh, yeah, the Get Out. Yeah. Yeah, he will be joining uh, already confirmed cast members uh, Boyd Holbrook, Trevante Rhodes, and Olivia Munn. Ah, huh, interesting, okay. And uh, the Predator is due February 9th, two thousand eighteen. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Uh, moving on to our next, uh, we were just uh, in our cool talking about uh, Netflix movies. Uh, a new Netflix movie is coming, and it is a zombie comedy series called Santa Clarita Diet, and it's it's going to be starring Drew Barrymore and Timothy Oliphant. Now is that is that zombie? I I, I heard a rumor it was just uh, about cannibals. Um, yeah, I, I've read one story instead of zombie they said cannibal, and then I read another right. story it was vice versa. So either or, you know, it's it, going to it, be it's, creepy. Yeah, and you know I I do love my you know uh, horror comedies. So yeah, and oh, right wow. now Netflix Netflix has not done me wrong yet. So. That's true. It's a weird cast, but all right, I'll dig it. And uh, we're actually getting this series uh, February third, so mm-hmm. not too far from now. Yeah, like no kidding, this year? 
snuck yep. up on us. Wow, I hadn't heard anything about that. All right. And our final news. Um, have you guys ever seen the movie Behind the Mask, The Rise of uh, Leslie Vernon? Never seen it. No. Neither have I, so we might as well be moving on then. Uh, I heard it's a, I, I heard it's a really good take on a slasher movie. It's basically uh basically a documentary about this Leslie Vernon guy while he's in the process of being a serial killer. Okay. And I've heard a lot of people recommend this movie, and um, it's uh, possibly getting a sequel this year. So. Oh damn! Okay, so documentary yeah. style. Yeah. Now wait a, okay. now, wait a minute. See, so I, it's doc- documentary style, but it's not an actual documentary. Yes, from what I was told of this guy, and uh, I guess in this, in the movie, in that world, like Jason and Michael Myers, those guys really exist in that world. Oh, wow. Hmm. Okay. See, I always think that I don't want to watch those documentary style movies, and then when I watch them, I love them. Right. <laughs> Even yeah, if they're I've, I've had so many people recommend it's it's been in you know, in my queue, my Netflix queue. I just haven't watched it yet. Mm-hmm. But I've had like I said, I've multiple people recommend it, so probably should have checked it out before I did the, this news, but um I'll Sounds probably try to Yeah, I'll probably watch Can't it. Can't watch but, everything, Jesus Christ. I, I have <laughs> yeah, to. Brian can. Yeah, um, I'll tell you guys what. I'll probably check this out before next show. Oh, cool! All right, you can give just us a, just, give us an idea. Yeah, if just it's to, good or not. Yeah, yeah, just to see if uh, getting excited about the sequel is even something to get excited about. <laughs> right. Make it so. Uh, let me see. Uh, and that is all the news we have. Uh, but first, we're going to read uh, an email from Mark uh, Chevalier. Uh, it says, "Hey guys." Hope I'm not too late for the contest. As for Lance's favorite movie of the year, I'm going to say it's The Witch. <laughs> he was uh, which I thought was a good guess because I like The Witch. I, I, I kind of regret not putting it in my top five. Uh, but not the winner. Uh, he says, I'm catching up to the show and loving it. You guys are rekindling my love of horror movies and I keep receiving great suggestions. I'm looking forward to every new episode. Uh, as for the episode ideas... Friday the 13th is my favorite horror franchise of all time, and I'd love to hear a retrospective. That would be fun. Uh, That's a good idea. Oh, man. I, I do <laughs> I, own I the box set. Oh, okay. man, and I know somebody who would want to be on the show with us for that one. And uh, coincidentally, um, if any of you guys own Hulu, I believe right. the, the entire series just got put on Hulu. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. Not sure. If, not sure if the remake is on there, but I know the original series right. is on there. Uh, and he said he goes on to say, uh, for some reason, this series appeals to me more than any other, and I'm filled with useless knowledge about it. Uh, talk to you all later, Mark Chevalier. I'm Chevalier. Now wait a minute. Wait a minute. Sounds like uh, Mark might want to come on that show with us. Uh, it sounds like it. If he's full of useless knowledge, this is the place for you, buddy. All right. <laughs> All right. I think we need to extend an invitation. Definitely. All right. Um, and our contest winner uh, with Lance's favorite movie, which was Arrival, right? Yeah, that was it, man. There you go. Okay. Robert Anthony Richards is the winner. Congratulations. Uh, Way to go. We had a few people guess it. And uh, Brian, what you you put them all in a a random name generator? Yeah, uh, it's an online thing. You just put every because we had quite a few guests for arrival, and uh, the name was uh, randomly chosen, and he's our winner. Oh, man. Congratulations. You made it too easy, man. Yeah. I will definitely make it a little bit more challenging, but congratulations. I will be messaging you to get your information, and I will get that sent out to you as soon as possible. Excellent. Rock on. Way to go to get the uh, Freddy figure. Um, If you ever want to contact us or leave some feedback, we always listen to it. You may get a mention on the show or an invitation to the show, as Mark just got. Uh, You can email us at thehorrorreturns at gmail.com or or check us out on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter or whatever other social media 
things are out there. You millennials in your computers. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys ready to head down to the underworld? It. Let's go. Yeah, we're going. All right, man. I uh, I hope I survive the experience, but uh... <laughs> All right, here we go. So the first, <laughs> first movie that we uh that we that we're going to talk about is 2003's Underworld is directed by Lynn Weissman. He's also known for several of the Underworld films. Uh, he's also involved with the uh, he's been involved with the Sleepy Hollow television series and he directed uh, Live Free or Die Hard. Uh, writers were Lynn Weissman also with Kevin Grivo. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. Uh, I'm sure Mark will correct us. Um, and he's primarily been an actor, so that was kind of a, a little bit of a departure for him. Um, <clears throat> so we'll talk a little bit about some uh, some trivia from the movie. Uh, there were no special effects used to deepen Kevin Grivu's voice. Raise. Okay, there you go. So that's uh, <laughs> the actor, the guy who wrote the story or, or co-wrote the story was an actor. Played uh, Ray's. His natural speaking voice really is that deep. Um, Kate Beckinsale first met husband Lynn Wiseman on the set. What a <laughs> wow, Lynn! <laughs> we can't blame you a bit for that. <laughs> no, yeah, she was she was looking oh, good man. in this movie. <laughs> uh, Scott Speedman suffered a concussion when a set prop that was supposed to be a piece of the wall Victor had just thrown him through hit him in the head. Is that why he didn't come back? Or I mean, I didn't see him in too many other movies. <laughs> Um, oh, oh, we'll get to those other movies. He well, makes little cameos in some. Okay, of them. and I'm hey guys, I'm completely. Uh, I got to tell you, man, I'm, I'm I've been put in my place all this time. I've been dissing this movie and comparing it to Twilight. Little did I know, the movie was initially pitched as Romeo and Juliet for vampires and werewolves. So there. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Brian, we know you want to talk about this movie. Let's hear it. This is one of my – okay, first of all, I'm going to explain this. I don't believe in guilty pleasures because <laughs> if I like a movie that is right. known to be bad, I am not ashamed of it. But I do not think this movie is bad. I think this movie is awesome. I think and you're I, right, my friend. And I love the character of Celine. I think she kicks ass. Um, I like the whole storyline of – the vampires versus the lichens, and this goes generations, and the whole um, forming of the bloodlines to to make a what was his name the character uh, uh, Michael into a, a hybrid character, right? Oh yeah, yeah. And, um, I thought I thought the special effects it kind of somewhat reminded me of the Matrix at times, and which is not a bad thing. Um, yeah. Oh yeah, it was very matrix. I mean, you know, the outfits are kind of matrixy. But... Yeah, very action-oriented movie, and yeah, I really love. I love the whole series, honestly. Right. And uh, I actually got a chance to watch the whole series up, uh, to prepare for the new one to come out. What a surprise! <laughs> nice. <laughs> and um, I thought uh, everybody did a, a phenomenal job, especially uh, the the main uh, Lycan Lucius. And uh, Bill Nye, not the science guy, or Bill <laughs> Nye. Right. Uh, I thought he, I thought, yeah, I thought he was great as Victor. <laughs> yeah. And um, a lot of cool stuff. I don't know if you guys uh, seen a little small cameo from uh, uh, Wentworth Miller. Yeah, wasn't he also in the, the Resident Evil movies? Yes. And Prison so he, Break and, and The Flash. And, I mean, that guy, that guy gets around. And, you know, he's a pretty good writer, too. He's written some pretty good film scripts yep and uh overall um i think this film series kicks resident evil's ass wow and yes yeah i was gonna say the same thing because okay. uh that series kind of gets very confusing i'm I, this one i'm able to fill if you guys didn't get a chance to watch the other ones i could fill you in much more easy than i can do resident evil but yeah, beside right. all that, um, great movie. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, it it's not badly written. I mean, I, I I make fun of it, you know, you guys, and say Twilight and this and that and the other. But I mean, this this 
I guess this came before Twilight, right? Didn't this come first? I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it did. It's it's definitely ten times better. You know the you know the acting's good. They were able to get some really talented people. I mean, Michael, like you said, Michael Sheen, Bill Nye. They, it's not like they didn't have a good cast. The, the only thing that I had, oh, and Kate Beckinsale, holy shit! <laughs> yeah, I mean, hot. she's hot as hell in the. She's still hot as hell. There's, there's. She no is. She's still hot in the new one. But you, <laughs> you no look at the new one and then go back to this one. Holy crap! I, I thought <laughs> the weakest link and the thing that pissed me off about this movie was Scott Speedman. I thought you got a little fucking surfer boy here. You know, playing the playing the big 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 bad werewolf, and it just didn't. I don't know. It, I wasn't sold on him. Other than that, I I got to tell you, it was a lot better movie the second time around than I was expecting. Hey, you know what? That's not too bad coming from you, man. Yeah, it see, I would say it wasn't the, the main difference. I remembered it to be. Yeah, <laughs> the main <laughs> difference between like I know you like to compare it to uh, to Twilight because. I guess Twilight's a vampire story too, but Twilight is, is uh, a goofy love story, that, and they happen to have some vampires. This right. is a vampire story, and they happen to have a love story in it, which most good movies do. And if you're going to go love story, why not go Romeo and Juliet? <laughs> I think that... That uh, makes sense. I I thought it was beautifully shot, man. Every frame looked mm-hmm. like it came out of a comic book. And uh, it this definitely kicks the shit out of any of the Resident Evil movies. Um, I, you know, I'm, I'm not a huge fan of all the sequels. Uh, I think that they definitely lost the magic that they had in the original. Uh, but the original Underworld, I'm, I'm a big fan of. I thought it was, I thought it was great. It was... It was a cool vampire movie, but like before vampires went through that whole media barrage where they were everywhere, you know? Right. So I'm I'm a fan. I liked it. Yeah, I, I, I like I said, it was a lot better than than what I had remembered it being, and it, yeah, you're right. Very well shot. Uh, Lynn Wiseman, I mean, he's a genius. Not for his filmmaking skills, but for his uh, womanizing skills, I guess. <laughs> Nobody will argue that. Definitely a smart man. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you guys ready for ratings? Because I really want to talk about the new one. Okay, yeah, I, I'm, I went first, so I'm going to give it a 7. I Like I said, I am a fan of the series. Um, like Philip said, it's shot well. I like the action in it. Um, I like the storyline because it does continue on to the newest one. It's uh, it doesn't drop off any point where they just start a whole new storyline. And um, I like series when they uh, stick to the storyline. Yeah, makes sense. Con- continuity. Mm-hmm. I would agree. Yeah, I think that that's that's the one thing about it that. Um, and you know, don't kill me here, guys. But I, I give it a five. I think it's right in the middle. Um, I enjoyed it about as much as I, you know, didn't enjoy it. I guess, which you know, is saying something. I, I was really expecting to hate it. I, I got to tell you, man. I my memories of it were were really, really rough. And I again, I think it all came down to Speedman. He just just didn't sell it for me. But um, yeah, I mean, it's. The writing is is a lot better than I remembered it being, and that that's what really impressed me about the movie. I thought it was well written, and all the characters act like the characters are written. You know, it's not like you've got a movie that changes halfway through and turns into an, another film, like a, a lot of the Resident Evil movies tend to do. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll give it a five. It gets a it gets kind of it, it gets a high it, it gets an even watermark for me at least. All right. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring it up a little. I'm gonna say that uh, the the first installment of Underworld is is a classic. It's super original, and uh, I think that they did a great job of it. I'm gonna I'm gonna give it an eight. Damn, it's, it's, nice. Yeah, I, <laughs> wow. I'm telling you, man. I, I think it's one of the new classics. It was okay. It, it just got muddied up by all the other vampire junk that came immediately after it. Right. True. Got some bad. Got some bad. Uh... 
reputation based on other other things that were coming out that were probably kind of copying yeah. it. Now that I think of it, well, yeah, and but like vampires like are everywhere. After I, I just looked it up. Yeah. All right, we got our That's scores. For that one. You guys, uh, yeah, I, yeah. Let's move on to the big one. All right. All right. So the second film that we uh, talk about this week is Underworld Blood Wars. Is directed by uh, Anna Forster, and I really hadn't heard of her. Had, had you guys heard of her at all before? Uh uh-uh. uh Yeah. Nah, but I never hear them. Well, it looks like she started <laughs> out on. Um, she did a lot of camera camera work, visual effects stuff like that. She had worked on The Day After Tomorrow and a few other movies, but okay. she's done a lot of TV stuff. She's actually directed. Uh, a lot of Criminal Minds episodes, but there's a newer show called Outlander. Have you guys heard of that? Yes. It's based on it, a yeah. very popular series of books. She's directed some of those. But what really surprised me and got my attention is that she has been picked to direct a movie called Source Code 2. So mm. she's got to have some chops. That was a really good movie. Yes, it was. Um, so, And this movie was written uh, primarily by Corey Goodman as well as some others, and he hadn't done too much. He did The Last Witch Hunter and Priest, and those didn't impress me too terribly much, but, you know, we'll see. He's obviously got some, uh, you know, impressed somebody that he that he knows how to direct these kind of movies, if he mm-hmm. did those two. Yeah. Um, so to, uh, to go into some trivia, and there's actually quite a, quite a bit of trivia on this one, uh, it looks like people have been looking forward to this. So I guess they've got a really big uh, following. So you guys are going to like this. It was originally thought that this was Kate Beckinsale's last movie, playing the character Celine. Uh, actually, let's wait on that one. Maybe it is. Maybe it isn't. <laughs> we'll, okay. we'll skip on that on that trivia till we get after spoilers. In fact, I'll probably edit that out because I, I don't want to cover that until spoilers. Um, all right, let me move on to some we can cover then. This is the big screen directorial debut for Anna Forster, who often worked with Roland Emmerich. She started out as director of photography for visual effects camera unit on Independence Day. The first underworld film to be rated a 15 certificate in the United Kingdom since Underworld. The the other Underworld sequels have been rated 18. Anybody know what the fuck that means? Nope. Um, I'm hmm. assuming it's rated PG something. I'll tell possibly. you what. Maybe, uh, yeah, maybe 15 years old or something like that. Yeah. Which seems kind of odd because there was a lot of fucking violence in this movie. Yes, sir. Uh, a lot of gore. I'm really surprised to hear that. Maybe our listener, uh, Jordan Bibby or uh, Nate Peterson or one of our other UK listeners can can fill us in on what that means. Um, this movie does contain four cast members from Game of Thrones. Did you guys catch them all? Yes. Um, can't say I did. Charles danced to me because he was chewing up the scenery so effectively. Uh, I mean, he stood out for me big time. Tywin Lannister. Philip. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so the other ones are Tobias Menzies, who who play he plays Marius in this film, and he had portrayed Edmure Tully. I didn't really recognize oh. him, maybe because it was the uh, makeup. Uh, mm. Now Marius was he the main uh, the main werewolf? Yes. Yeah. Okay. You know who I thought that looked just like? Oh. Um. You guys ever heard of a a, a, a pastor of a megachurch here in Houston named Joel Osteen? Uh-uh. <laughs> yeah, he kind of does. <laughs> the time I saw that dude, I thought, uh-oh, the hell is Joel Osteen doing as a werewolf? Um, He's a bringing God to stop you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, James Faulkner Cassius, who portrays Randall Tarley in Game of Thrones, and Laura Pulver who's Samira in this movie, He, uh, who voiced Lady Alyssa Forrester in Game of Thrones, a Telltale Game series. That one's kind of a cheat. I'm not sure, sure yeah. that that one uh, applies. But anyway, um, you know, Brian, you started the last one. Philip, you want to talk about this one first? It seemed like you, you were a huge fan of the first one, to say the least. 
Uh, I was, yeah. I thought the first one was an instant classic. Um, but I, I kind of feel like uh, and it gets compared to the Resident Evil series because it kind of came out around the same time. But I sort of think that right. they did a little bit of the same thing where they just kind of kicked that horse until it was dead and then just kept going. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I like this movie. It was it, it was probably better than the last Underworld movie that I watched because I can't even really remember what happened in the last one. <laughs> I'm sure um, I'm sure Brian could fill you in. Yeah, <laughs> but you know what I mean. Like when there's that many of them, they all get kind of muddied up, and and you sort of forget about them. Uh, and and right. I think that they've they've done this one again. <laughs> but it was it's probably better than a lot of the other. Underworld sequels. Yeah, I actually, on the other hand, I was, and Brian, you'll appreciate this, man. When I went and saw it at the theater, and I was like, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes into the movie, and I was starting to think, God damn it, I'm going to have to eat some crow with Brian because uh, I actually don't hate this. <laughs> and then it started getting to where, I, I guess, like halfway through the movie, where you start meeting quite a few of the different characters, and I'm thinking, okay. There is no way they're going to be able to pull this off. They're not going to tie all these storylines together. It's not going to make any sense. These characters' motivations are going to completely change, and, and we're not going to know why. And it, by the end of the movie, it's going to be a muddled mess. That never happened. That never happened. Yeah. It was actually a fucking cohesive yeah, right. story from start to finish. Yeah, this, like I the said, this one surprised me so much. Underworld movies are pretty cool. Are you able to hear me now? Perfectly. Okay, yeah. Okay. Right um, uh, what I was saying was um, the third one's a prequel, and it fills you in on the whole uh, storyline from the original with Lucia's being a special lichen because um, uh, originally the, the lichens weren't able to change back to human form, but he was born with the ability to. That's why you get lichens now that can switch back and forth. Mm-hmm. And... Um, yeah, there was a lot of callbacks in this movie too of uh, the original ones, and I really like that. Right? Were there a lot of Easter eggs in there and uh, characters that had been in other movies and stuff like that? Yeah, um, that I can uh, wait till we get to spoilers. Okay. Because I'll probably uh, end up bringing up some of the other movies if anybody's not seen those movies. But um, overall, I thought again they never disappoint me with the action in this movie. Um, yeah, this movie, action big time. Yeah, this movie and the last one have the actions been really brutal and gory, and I love that. Yeah, me, me too. Where they ended up pushing her character to, that's when I think all the basically she didn't give a fuck no more, and she started being really violent with her fighting, and you know, she, basically she was going out to kill every time Mm -hmm. and like i said i enjoyed the action i thought the story the story um there was times i was kind of like where are we going with this Mm -hmm. uh the whole uh marius story i was really kind of like we've kind of done this before with uh lucius right yeah so it kind of but um we'll get into spoilers it kind of it brought it back around for me and Mm -hmm. I think this probably is one of my favorite out of the series. Yeah. Well, what I what I think they really got right was the the set design. I thought the set design was gorgeous, and I liked the uh, the way that they went for, uh, from one scene to another, and they went to yeah. different climates and different uh, covens and things like that. Um, yeah, that snowy place is pretty kick ass. Yeah, the, yeah, it was, and I and I also liked the um, oh, shit. I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> Lost my train of thought Sorry. there. No pun intended. <laughs> but um, um, oh, the battle sequ- I thought the uh, the battle sequences were extremely well. Yeah, done. Um, yeah, they're pretty good. Very well done. What what kind of took me out of it? A eh, some of the CGI in a few spots was a little sketchy. Mm-hmm. But other than that, man, solid movie. Very nice. very pleasantly surprised when I left the theater. Yeah, wow, that's better than I expected to hear. Really yeah. surprised. Better than I expected <laughs> to say. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, 
I'm all shocked. I thought you were going to shit on all these movies. I was ready to, <laughs> man. Believe me. I had the toilet paper out and everything, man. Are <laughs> uh, you guys ready to get into ratings before we get into spoilers? Oh, yeah. Uh, sure. Uh, well, I guess uh, I went first. Um, I'm going to give this one a six. I uh, I liked it. I think it was definitely worth watching if you're a fan of the series. But if you're a fan of the series, you don't need me to tell you that. Um, <laughs> it's uh, it was good. It was it was a good movie. It, it's definitely got some backstory that makes it maybe not quite a standalone movie, but you could still probably watch it without catching up on the other stuff first. All right, I will also give it a six. Um, I thought it was a step up from the first, um, and I don't know if it's just because it didn't have Scott Speedman in it, except for just the <laughs> uh, little sequence at the beginning where they basically did the previously on Underworld thing there for about five yeah. minutes. Um, but no, I thought I, I thought it was just, uh, it was just a pleasant surprise for me. I just had a lot of fun with it. Um, you know, I mean, it's not going to be up for any Academy Awards or anything like that, but it definitely was a fun movie to watch. I enjoyed it. Okay. Um, it's a seven for me. Um, I think overall, I I do have my favorites in the series, but I like them all. Some might rank a little bit higher for, for little things here and there, but mm-hmm. overall, you know, I give the, the entire series a seven. And uh, I thought this one was a lot of fun. I liked the action. Um, again, they connected a lot of lot of story pieces together, and I um, always enjoy that. And uh, Kate Beckinsale is hot as shit. <laughs> Still, Never right? Hurts. Still, and I'm I'm not gonna leave out the one uh, vampire chick uh, with the white hair. She was hot as shit too. <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> hey, <laughs> Laura Pulver. Wow, dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she's older and she's was she was rocking some crazy evening gowns. <laughs> you like that, huh? So <laughs> I like the bite. set design, you like the costume design, huh? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Spoiler time. Spoiler time. Alright. This is a motherfucking spoiler alert. You've been fucking warned. This is a motherfucking spoiler alert. You've been fucking warned. This is a motherfucking spoiler alert. You've been fucking warned. Who wants to go first? Um, I'll go first. Um, like you said previously, Lance, I was not a fan of the actor who played Michael. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I'm kind I of have a glad. Big yeah, I'm. I'm kind of glad they wrapped that storyline up at the end that he's yeah. dead. Right. And that that is where uh, Marius, because uh, throughout the movie you can tell he was not your average liking, right? And um, I like how they basically wrapped up the whole Michael storyline. You don't have to keep wondering is he going to pop up here or the next movie or. And um, like I said, there's a lot of connections. Um, I forgot what is the actor's name, uh, or not the actor, the character David. I like how they connected him with uh, one of the elders from the original movie. Yeah, that was, oh, yeah, that was pretty, pretty cool. cool. That was a good twist. But now, was he yeah. in the other movies, or is, was this his first uh, he, one? He came in in the fourth one. Okay. I yeah, and I like this actor. Yeah. I, I think he's pretty good. Yeah, he's uh, he's okay. I I mean, he pops up in the... Um, he was a step up from Speedman. Yeah. <laughs> for me. I, I really thought it was his one scene was pretty badass with uh, Marius when they were just walking at each other with the machine guns shooting. Yeah. yeah. But boy was, he, boy, was he a bad shot, man. Yeah. <laughs> and then this had a moment where they were just like popping all the bullets out of them that they had shot at each other. Right. Yeah, that's kind of cool. I, I also like the weapons in this movie, the, the especially like the UV rounds and... Uh, the Lycans had, uh, or the Lycans had the UV rounds, and the vampires had the, the the ones with the silver. Yeah. Yeah. The only the only thing I might have I might have respected or appreciated a little bit more is if they had actually had the balls to to kill Celine off. Like you know, there's you know she died, but it's like well she's a vampire. I kind of kind of know she's going to come back somehow, but I don't know if they if they had had the balls to actually do it. It might it might have get 
made me give it like a six and a half because that would say, okay, yeah. they're definitely wrapping up the storyline. They're serious about this, you know, but I thought the way they brought her back, they explained it pretty well. So I wasn't too disappointed. Yeah. I so mean, they kind of gave, gave you a tell. They kind of gave you a tell when she was, when she was looking at the other uh, vampires getting wrapped and the whole yeah. explanation, oh, how they're going to go right. visit the other true. world and. You well, and you saw the trying. highlights in, in the trailer, you know? Yeah. So you knew it was going to be some some sort of next-level spiritual bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> which I'm not mad at. That just adds to her badassness. And yeah. I that was a brutal scene when she ripped out his spinal cord. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there was a couple of really cool, like, fucking Mortal Kombat-style deaths they had in this thing, man. Finish right. yeah, him! Like, yeah, like I said, uh, I think it all started really in, in the one before this, because there's a scene earlier in the fourth one where she's escaping... Because in the fourth one, uh, humans know that vampires and lichens exist, and they're trying to do this thing, basically a purge. Right. Uh, cl- mm-hmm. You know, killing all of them. And she's escaping soldiers, and she's, like, slicing throats and snapping necks and arms. And uh, I think it just goes with how her – where her character is evolving, you know, because she's losing loved ones and mm-hmm. – yeah. You know, the introduction of her daughter in the fourth one, which we get a quick little cameo from her at the end. So, which uh, doesn't lead me to uh, to believe that this is the last one. Right. Uh, they kind of made the, the, the Corey death scene sort of front and center in this one a couple of times, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you can tell, like, when, like when that guy gets stabbed through the back of his head and through his mouth with the sword. Uh-huh. And it's yeah, it's it's just framed perfectly. It was that was very very Mortal Kombat-ish, you know? I mean, it, it goes all video game. And then mm-hmm. I you know, obviously the ripping out the spine, that was pretty fucking cool. That was and I like <laughs> I also like the combat, man. I also yeah. like the scene. I also like the scene when she's training the the young recruits. Yeah. She's, you know, she's giving them good tips, like she's telling them like Wait till they turn into a lichen because they're more vulnerable mm-hmm. because they, they're not quick thinking and they're not able to pick up weapons. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Here's one of the issues I had with the movie, though. All of those people that played the little recruits were mm-hmm. terrible. It was like they just threw in some extra. Oh, yeah. Said, that was pretty bad. Yeah. You got that right. Yeah. Now. I mean, <laughs> the, the well, acting there I mean, totally took me out of it for a second. I mean, where they I, I kind of wasn't mad when they got killed. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they did throw in extras because, you know, they weren't going to be on screen for long. Right. Yeah. Serious I thought the fodder, huh? I thought the one girl did did well in it. I think her character's name was uh, Alexa. Okay. She was the turncoat. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah she, she did okay. She was... Yeah. What was that? She ended up playing a pretty big role, more than I thought she yeah. was going to. Yeah. And, I'm not, and I'm not mad at her tongue game either. When she was licking that sword, that was that's a long ass tongue. Well, I know what the hell kind of kiss shit was that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yeah, that was that was pretty interesting. My mind started racing a little bit too when I saw that. (laughs) Thinking, considering the possibilities. Yeah, I forgot what movie I was watching for a second. But yeah, um, like I said, overall, I just really enjoyed the constant references to the other ones. You know, there's there's mm-hmm. a lot of movies like we brought up earlier, X Men, the X Men franchise, where they don't stick to a cohesive story and they kind of change things as they go along. I agree. Mm-hmm. Yep. This one sticks to the story from we're five movies in now, from the first to the fifth, and. That's one of the reasons why I love this franchise. Yeah, they they kind of are doing the sequel thing right if you're going to do them, you know. I've also read though we might not get a sequel, we might get a TV show and it's going to be kind of basically a prequel TV show. Okay. Because these these covens have been around for thousands and thousands of years. Well, they could do a lot with that. See, I feel like if it had started out a TV show that would totally work for it, but Right, uh, and, and I know Kate Beckinsale we'll make goes. a cameo. She's not too busy. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it's—I mean—it kind of depends on what network is going to pick it up and stuff. It sounds cheesy. Yeah. 
All right. Well, you guys had uh, anything else you, you wanted to talk about before we sign out? Oh, Kate Beckinsale's hot. That's all I got to say. <laughs> How old is she? She is old enough. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> old enough, old enough she... to know better, Philip. <laughs> probably still too young to care, right? Still rocking the spandex. <laughs> For sure. She is 43 years old. Oh, okay. Ooh, look out. Still young. Yeah, still rocking it, though. Fortunately, oh, nope, she's not married to Lynn Wiseman. Uh-oh, Lynn fucked divorced. up. Divorced. Divorced. He, he wasn't involved in this movie. Yeah, divorced last year. Oh, shit. Well, he was out. <laughs> Fuck. So bye, everybody... Bye, Everybody that has a thing for Kate Beckinsale, you have a chance now. All right. Probably not, but <laughs> is that is that going to be our uh, contest for this month or what? You get Kate Beckinsale. <laughs> I'll enter that contest myself. <laughs> you you might not use a random name generator on that one, huh? No. I'm not going <laughs> to say the contest might be rigged or might not be. All right, well, as always, we want to thank you guys for listening to another episode of The Horror Returns. As you know, we'd love to hear your feedback and ideas. You can always reach us at thehorrorreturns at gmail.com. For up-to-the-minute news, reviews, and interviews, visit our Facebook page at www.facebook.com forward slash thehorrorreturns. And you can follow us on Twitter, go to Podbean, go to Instagram, all that good stuff, and... Please look for us on iTunes and rate us. Next week, uh, we are going to be doing the new movie, The Bye-Bye Man, and also the classic Candyman. Is that right, Brian? Yes, sir. All right, so until the horror returns again, good night.